You're listening to the World Famous White Roof Radio with cast number 673, recorded September 9th, 2021. Holy crap. Uh, tonight, brought to you by DonBurnside.com and, you know, uh, DetroitTune.com and MotoringStripes.com. Okay, here we go. Hey, everybody, it's DB in Arizona. Brand new episode of World Famous White Roof Radio, the 673rd meeting underneath the White Roof. Join this evening, as always, my good friend Todd Pearson. Todd, say hi. I am here, and uh, welcome to the NFL. Oh, God, I forgot the football season's season back. Starts, uh, season they, starts tonight. I'm watching. Like, season started tonight. We're, re- we're recording, and I don't know who played. I'm Tampa really Bay and Dallas right now. Uh, so I, I'm waiting care, for so Gabe's fine. theme song to, to, to ring in right now. <laughs> no, no, Gabe's not here. Gabe's not here. No, that was our good. That was a good friend. Also, the good Reverend Mr. Chad Miller, Detroit Tune, DetroitTune.com. We're going to talk about Mini Coopers for you on a Sunday night. Let's just hope, like we like to do. NFL season's already back. Yeah, yeah. Dude, where's this year gone? I don't know. Labor Day was like four days ago, man. <laughs> yeah, no, crazy. I, you know, I was actually thinking about this yesterday because uh, I must have done something right because FedEx is throwing football tickets at me. Nice <laughs> way to go, Chad. Yeah, wow. those Good corporate ball. comps, man. Uh-huh. See, and and you know what? You know, you know who could take advantage of comps like that? Somebody who was employed at Detroit Tune, DetroitTune.com. If you happen to be a high quality technician that knows how to work it on Mini Coopers, and you need work, you know, you should send your resume over. Resumes at DetroitTune.com. Chad would love to talk to you. One thousand percent. There you go. Got to keep it going. Keep it going nonstop. Tonight, we're going to talk about Mini Cooper motors. We're going to talk specifically about the F56 motor because I've been driving an F56 for about 1,000 miles, and I'm very excited about it. And all of a sudden, and I've been doing a lot of research because why? I'm a giant nerd. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We don't get Gabe tonight because he's got a huge presentation or some shit in the morning. So we don't care. We all have glasses on tonight, so that makes us super nerds. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) sure. And I'm wearing my computer glasses, not just my regular glasses. So, I mean, I'm in super nerd mode, let me tell you. Blue blocker. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, wait he, a minute. He, Is uh, Gabe Bridger waiting in the lobby? Oh, no, oh, he's we must, not. We must admit, Mr. Bridger. Let's hope Sorry, I don't have my, he, uh, my he, soundboard. Gabe, there. you joined on mute because Teams. So why don't you try to unmute and let's see if we can actually hear what you're saying. <laughs> Hello? There you go. There he Gabe, is. good evening. We're already in the show. How are you, sir? We just Hi, started. Good. I, I'm just, I'm just swinging in for a couple of minutes of, uh, of the, uh, of the show, to, uh, you know, make an appearance and uh, leave gracefully. <laughs> that's, nice. That's Gabe, Gabe, it's it's fortuitous that you've joined us this evening because I specifically wanted to talk about the brilliance that is the BMW B48 motor. Oh. And and if you wanted to just like go on po- poetically for like a minute and a half or two minutes about that. And then, you know, disgracefully or gracefully exit. <laughs> completely rad. So I, I, so I'm, I'm going to start in a weird place. Well, so first off, tell me when my mic, if my mic gets weird, cause I'll, yeah, we will switch. totally, you still having trouble with that. Oh yeah. It's Dude, nonstop. All right. So, uh, first off the, the, the two liter, we're talking about the two liter, right? Uh, yes. It'd be 48. So, um, why I, oh, it drives me nuts is it's inability to rev quickly drives me nuts. Okay. Okay. I get that because, because everything else about that, that engine is, 
is really generally so great. I mean, it doesn't like to rev up the red line, like so it doesn't have like some inc- incredible crescendo. Well, because the red line yeah, is yeah, like so. six thousand RPMs is the problem too. Uh, it's lowish, and they and they do that. You know, they've 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 done that because they don't need to go the higher, and they the components they have in it are a little bit cheaper because of that. They can sort of, you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's, it's not right. like a race engine or anything, right. but the sure. benefit is it lasts forever from, or I should say much, much longer than the previous engine. Right. Right. right, right. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's got a, a really good longevity um, history to it <clears throat> so far, at least from what we know. Um, yes. So the thing that drives me crazy that, like I said, is that, is that, uh, is that inability to rev quickly? It's just, it's, and- it's, and as sluggish. an aside, the thing that really bothers you the most is one of the things that I think is the coolest thing. But and I'm going to talk about that after you leave, so we don't care. <laughs> you don't care. So, so what I love about it is a it's it's torque and where yes. it delivers it, uh, especially in the JCW engine. But even uh, honestly, the, the Cooper S is fantastic. I mean, the Cooper S engine is producing the torque of the previous JCW engine right. pretty much, if I recall correctly. Right. Yeah. So. Tons of torque, which means immediate response. Uh, it's it's paired well with the six-speed manual. It works exceptionally well with the eight-speed ASIN automatic that is mm-hmm. in the uh, in a lot of the cars these days. Um, I have it in my Countryman. Uh, that it is fantastic. I mean, the you know the the six-speed was okay. The eight-speed's fantastic. Of course, the six-speed manual gate track is is the best, but you can only get that in the small cars. So yeah, I mean it's 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 great. I mean. Gas mileage is okay, but you know, what are you gonna do? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I'm I, getting, I'm getting like 35 out of mine, almost 40. I'm getting ready to do a long road trip to California. I'm excited to see what I get for gas mileage. Well, it's funny because I think Gabe's experience and mine, uh, I have only experienced this in JCW form. And and when we're talking sure. about this, just to back up a little bit for people who don't know, they're going, what are you talking about, B48? What? what? F56? We're talking about the mm, engine that Mini came out with in 2014. They started putting it into cars in the new, the newest, latest generation Mini in 2014. And this is the Cooper S engine. It's the two-liter, four-cylinder engine in the Cooper S and the JCW. The JCW's got a little bit different number to it, but it's basically the same engine. So, And its first use, the first use of this particular BMW platform, the B48 motor, was actually in the F56 Mini. Yes, yes. Yeah, well, uh, no. Kind of. It did hit. So it's an interesting, it's actually really interesting. What BMW did is they're like, okay, we're going to be German about this. We are going to create an entire family of engines that are essentially derived from the same components, from an inline six to a two liter four to a 1.5 liter three. Right. So they did this, and I mean, it's kind of incredible in my in my opinion. It's it's the whole um, it's the whole 500 cc's per cylinder, and they just keep they started with an inline six, and they just whack <laughs> off the cylinders for the platform that they need it for. Pretty mm-hmm. much, pretty much. You're right, and so it exists. It exists, and this is the other thing that's really interesting about it. It is. It exists both in front wheel drive. Uh, what is it? Latitudinal format, mm-hmm. engine sideways, mm-hmm. and yes, longitudinal sideways. format, rear wheel drive. So it's right. an incredibly uh, versatile engine in terms of how BMW uses it. And what that means is BMW was able to pour an enormous amount of money into this engine because yeah. they knew the return on the investment was there because it was, it was going to be components for this engine and this engine is going to be in so many cars so many that it cars. makes sense to actually invest in the engine. Now, why is that important? 
Well, let's take a look at the Prince family of engines for the R56, which Chad can talk about and probably in perpetuity. Right. That engine, BMW's like, well, we don't have the scale. So we're going to just partner with this company, PSA, Peugeot and Citroën in right. France. And we're going to develop an engine. Actually, they're going to develop it. And we're just going to take it. We're going to tell them what we want. And they're going to produce it. And and that was that. And so it never really was up to BMW uh, reliability standards, performance standards, et cetera. It wasn't a bad right. engine. It's actually, I kind of like There's a lot of parts of it I love. But... I think you're seeing the long longevity issues. I think are are pretty evident uh, for anybody yes. who's owned those cars for a long time. Yeah. And I think there's there's a there's a clear you know straight line as I say from what BMW didn't invest in that engine versus the problems that you now see versus what you see in the R the F56. I'm sorry, the B48. Yes, the money they poured into that, the time they poured into that, because they knew that car. I'm sorry, that engine was going to be not in just minis, but in BMWs as well. And for, you know, a very, well, And not very only BMWs, amount. but this is the engine that BMW sells. So this is in the Toyota Supra. It's in a couple, another Toyota. It's in the Morgan Plus 4. That's correct. You're freaking you're, everywhere. You're, you're right, DB. That's actually a really good point. Yeah, this they resell has, this motor to other things. That this in well yeah and, and I mean you know it's different with Toyota that was a co-development project sure but sure sure you're right they they sell it uh, you're totally right um there's there's uh, Morgan there's a couple other couple other folks as well I believe it lives in China in some capacity so oh nice anyway you know sometimes having a an engine that is widely mass produced is actually a very good thing because it the amount of investment that that went into that with that strategy in mind is much different. That you would have had. Yeah, yeah exactly. Got here, and just uh, let me bring this around for the guys whose hair color matches mine and Todd's. Think Chevy three twenty seven, circa nineteen sixty eight. I was okay, gonna say continue three fifty. No, no, no. Yeah, three fifty. No, yeah. Well, sure, I say three twenty seven. Yeah. Start in the vet. Come on, don't even go. But you're right even, though, <laughs> Chad. On. I mean, the three, the classic Chevy three fifty is a great example because that thing. I mean, how many lives yes. is that? I mean, it's like, it's had multiple multiple L one, L two, L threes, L six, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's the exact same engine. It just has different pieces within it: push rod, you, pistons, yep. cam, done. And it's and it's not and it's not high tech. And and nope, this, nope. this this makes me sound like a NASCAR fan. Not that there's anything <laughs> wrong with that, but it's not high tech. But you know what? It just works. And it, works. it, it just uses works. enough power. It doesn't It's not the most sophisticated engine. It doesn't make the best noises. But it's pretty damn good. And you, you can drop it into just about works. anything. And it's <laughs> yeah, not too that's expensive. Not, nope. Yeah, 350, you can put it in a Jag. You can put it in a Jeep. You can put mm-hmm. it in – you could probably put it in a Mini. Yeah, so, and, and, and those engines have been in – again, even in, in GM form, they've been in trucks. They've been in Corvettes. They've been in all of their car lines. They've been in, in – Cadillac? You know, the exact same engine in the, uh, you know, the simplest form with a few tweaks. Again, this is what BMW is doing. It's the exact same engine in all of these different car lines with a few tweaks. Or software load or something. And that makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it costs an enormous amount of money to develop an engine from scratch. And so in a lot of ways, and this is actually kind of crazy, but this, the B48 this is, as it turns out, the last new mini engine that was ever produced. I am convinced that BMW is not producing anything else until they switch to electric. This is it. And really? I don't think that was originally the plan, but I think it is now. 
That they're going to you mean they're going to stick with it even in the in the mild update. Yep. I'm pretty confident that this is even with the next generation because we know that they are there's going to be a, a petrol powered next generation. I'm pretty mm-hmm. confident you're just going to see a revised version of this engine. Well, you know why why not? It's it, right. It's exactly. interesting because they they go all the way from the Cooper S up to the JCW and the JCW engine, which now puts out what 306 horsepower um, or 302. I don't know what it is. It's over. It's, it's over 300. Yeah, but it's it's, over 300, it's yeah. used in in the Countryman, the Clubman JCW, also the X2, and if I'm not mistaken, the X1. It has the same engine in it. Also, the the yeah, M the M135. The M135 yep. with X drive. Well, it also just the and just to back up for a second, the one series. So Amazing. if we make it simple, the, every front wheel drive BMW uses this, right? Um, okay, and some rear wheel drive BMWs as well. The three series uses it. The as you mentioned, the Super Slash C4 uses it. Uh, Six I mean, shit. I mean, the seven series. One of the seven series. No, no, no. The United States. The seven series hybrid uses it. Oh, same engine. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it's wow. yeah, no, it's it's or at least it used to. It's wild. So, but if you guys want to talk about what that next version is, I think what, what this is where it kind of gets interesting. So obviously, electrification is happening. These cars are going to be electric, which is going to be sure. awesome. But what you're going to see, I think, at some point soon, <clears throat> is the next generation, which is you're going to see, um, ultimately mild hybrids for all of these cars. Um, in the near term, which is basically not anything for us to even worry about. People hear that and are like, well, what does that mean? Do I plug it in? Not at all. It's almost, it just basically means it's a smoother start-stop operation. And there's a little bit of like push to pass, if you will. There's a little bit of an extra grunt when you you hit the accelerator, but not much. It's like we're all going to be driving F1 cars. <laughs> Not really. So then, but what's <laughs> going to be interesting is there is going to be an actual hybrid performance model, and that will have a small battery, and that will produce anywhere. I'm. This is me guessing based on sources that have been kind of feeding this to me over years now. I would guess anywhere from 350 to 400 horsepower. Will that so be that in a sound, mini? That sounds I like that's like that 740, like that 740 config. No, very different. So the 740, uh, those those um, those cars, mm-hmm. they have a very different sort of purpose, if you will. Um, sure. Massive battery pack compared to what 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 the Mini would have. I mean, this is all about performance. So the mm-hmm. there's For a lot of rumors that okay. have been floated with um, the front wheel drive BMWs. Well, let's let's back up for a second. The front wheel drive BMWs, the M135, um, the M235 have not been able to meet the performance figures of Audi and Mercedes front-wheel drive cars. They aren't even close. They're like 100 horsepower down. And so BMW is ultimately going to meet them because they're German. That's what you do. That's what you do when you're talking about eating sandwiches with a knife and a fork. Knife and a fork. So so I believe what they're going to do is they're going to come out with a, a hybrid version of it. It's going to be 350 to 400 horsepower. And I and honestly, guys, I mean, I would be shocked if that didn't show up in a Mini. I mean, why would it, it not? Almost, it, would all, it would almost Club have to. Or country. Yeah, it like a GP4? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know what to call it. I mean, I think there's a lot of – no, I, I don't know about that. But I think I think that you know at that point you really truly need all-wheel drive. But – um. Yeah. Why not? Well, you know? I, I want to so know. I think it's on the roadmap. I've talked about it on Motorfile before. I mean, it's actually been a couple of years. I probably should do another story on it. 
Well, uh, coming back to the coming back to the mini version of this engine, and the especially the JCW version. So mm. they've got the they had the GP4. It comes out, and they had a front wheel drive car, front wheel drive only car, automatic only. They got over three hundred horsepower, and that's the GP3 that that we just saw like a little more than a year ago. And the same engine oh, really? is used. How in much the, longer till you get one of those in your garage, Todd? That, again? No, when, I, when's that showing up in your house? No, the the you question. Coming, right? The question the GP. is GP's on its way, right? How much longer before they go ahead and put that into the JCW hardtop? Because mm. uh, I I still don't get it, and I I heard originally that this was planned for like a year or two after the GP3 was released. But it's like now it's only available in the all-wheel drive versions, and I'm like, they did all of this engineering to figure out how to shoehorn this into a front-wheel drive car. Did the transmission work? But and they all this didn't for 500 cars in the U.S. So, so here's why it actually is not much work. So it's all software. I mean, okay. that's not software, true. It's, not, it's mostly software. There's, There's a little bit of turbo there. But, there so the work is done. But that's what my point is. The work is but, no, no. But the the work isn't that big of a deal. Like the, honestly, the majority of the work is all calibration. Because this transmission's already in that car. The right. engine's already in the car. Same engine. Right. It's just like slightly different mechanicals with frankly like higher quality materials to cope with the added heat. Sure. So they just dropped it's literally I mean, if you you could do this now. I mean, if you had a ton of money, you could buy that engine, you could drop it in a F fifty six. It would fit perfectly, not a problem. Sure. The transmission, you know, the ASIN eight speed fits in that car. Everything fits. So it's not a lot of work. And so I actually don't think they're going to do that. I think what there were a couple of reasons why. Number one, uh, the manual take rate is still too high in JCWs for them to throw out the manual option. And I think they look at it as sort of a quintessential part of the brand. Right. And so I suspect yeah, they yeah, won't. I mean, this is, I mean, honestly, I'm going on a limb here because uh, the the info I've had is, is now a couple of years old, but I don't think they're going to do it. I think, <clears throat> I think they're going to retain horsepower levels to around where they're at now and they're going to focus on efficiency because the 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 standards they have to meet in europe efficiency standards are so intense that yeah. all the development dollars i mean why has the cooper s and the jcw not moved the needle in terms of power but you know how many times they change that engine almost every year they revise that engine constantly right we wouldn't know it because it doesn't it doesn't show up as different except right. for europe where the power has actually gone down in yeah. europe mm. for the cooper s because they are adding so many um, so many different technologies to reduce CO2 and reduce emissions that they've poured a ton of money into it just to sort of try to keep it at the same level. Right. Uh, I think they're going to continue to do that, and they're going to look at it and say, listen, we're not going to invest uh, millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars in this, in this engine when we're spending billions of dollars trying to turn this brand into an electric brand. Well, no, no, you just basically said the point though is like there's no there's no more investing in the engine. What I'm saying is the work's already done. Why it's right. it's all just marketing at that point. They could build it. It's not complicated. They've got the parts. It's done. The work is done. But my point is like people... is it is it just the manual versus automatic deal with the JCW or is there something more into it is like we need to keep the GP as like this ultimate, which it really isn't because technically the Clubman JCW is faster than the GP zero to 60. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is. I mean, yeah. I, I've done I've, I've done it back to back. I will say that the, the GP is faster on track because sure. of its weight. But, yeah, but yes. Weight. Yeah. But straight but, up but zero so, to 60, the same engine in the all-wheel yeah, drive, yeah, you yeah, get yeah. more traction, but you're faster. Here's. No, I mean you pose a very good question. Here's here's my off the cuff thought on it. Like sure. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Have, the GP is 
not a, it's not a, a a consumer a normal consumer product. Like you right. drive that thing, true, and it's ridiculous. Yeah, like it's not. Agreed. And it, it, you drive a JCW, and it's like composed. It's fast, but it's not insane. Right. Uh, right. It's it's great. The, it feels the, well the rounded. GP2. GP2 and GP3 are factory ridiculous. built race cars. They're the they're the the Hellfire drag cars. I mean, that's what they are. But, but the GP2, yeah. the GP1 and GP2 were fine. The GP3 is like it's it's alive in your hands. It wants to yeah. rip the it's wheel insane. out of your hands. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. And so and it's got uh, some really interesting styling cues too. Like they kind of throw it over the edge. But that's what Gabe was saying is it's not like the everyday driver where you look normal right. driving this thing to the But even if you stripped even if you stripped all that away and just mm-hmm. made the 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 JCW the normal JCW a 306 horsepower with that automatic. Okay, it might sell, but it it honestly I don't think it would be great for the brand because the thing is not This is where we disagree. This is where no, we so, choose you know, to I'm disagree. With, and I'm kind of with Gabe here. Todd, you want Toyota to give you to sell you a TRD TRD prepped Camry with a manual transmission, and they're not going to do it. Mini is going to make the GP for you because that's what you want, but they're not going to make the GP in regular hardtop form because yeah. the guy that wants the JCW car, he just wants the JCW car. He wants it to be fast, sure. He doesn't want it to be insane. No, right? He I, wants to be able to toss the keys to his I, wife or his girlfriend. Or I would say wrong because whatever. I don't think it fits the brand. I, I, I would say so, it doesn't. I'm with, I'm with Gabe on this one. But here's the thing. Stuff. Which one of you put your own money out for JCW three times now, and I am that guy putting huh. my own money out, and I am yeah, now left. I, I am now. I cannot argue. I am now I going. I am the guy. I am the target because I'm the one who put my money down on this thing, yeah. and I know I have friends who did the same thing. Well, and maybe so, you're, maybe you're right. And now. my point is that's why it's pushed me to the countryman because yeah. I'm at the point now where yeah, I can afford the difference. I don't care. I want that extra ump. Is it necessary? Absolutely not for my daily commute, which is in town. Is it fun and enjoyable? Absolutely. I want to enjoy that time between point A and point B, even if it is only six miles, even if it is stop and go traffic. I am willing to pay the difference, and I don't think I'm unique in the JCW customer realm of that. Just make sure you... Just make sure mm-hmm. you strap those cardboard boxes from Costco down pretty hard. And those one point fives, man, they bounce around really hard, dude. All right, so, so that's just what that's just what I'm saying. It's like I disagree I because think, it's I I have a different attitude. Yeah, yeah. no, but I, so sure. here's the deal. You're totally right. You you've you've put the money down. I haven't, and your your opinion. I mean, yeah, you may be it may be more valid. There, there may be an army out there. Maybe many is missing that, and so yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's it's, it's well, I get to I'll tell you right now I, as a fan. I would love I to see, see this engine out there. I'm going to tell you right I, now, Gabe. I want to see comments. I want to see people saying, I totally would rock a JCW with the GP motor. So many may or may not be listening to me in this, but they will be listening to me because I will say this. I just got in the mail yesterday my JD Power long-term <laughs> survey for... Did they send my, you a dollar? Yes, they did. I got a, a crisp yes. dollar bill, and I almost threw the envelope away, and I'm like, oh, wait, there's a dollar in there. <laughs> they still do that yeah they still send a dollar in there so i get the long term and that's going to be my attitude that's going to be my point is to say listen um you know my next car is going to be a countryman because you know you kind of screwed the pooch on this to go jcw hardtop is no longer the pinnacle of the brand sure it's fun sure it's got a manual transmission but 
I am moving up to here because this car beats it by a full second, zero to 60. Um, you know, and, and that's just me. That's just where I am. And I think a lot yeah, of people yeah. think the same way I do. Not everybody, but I think a lot of people do. Well, because mm-hmm. some of them got the club in. So they'll get so. to hear my they'll get to read that opinion because I'm actually going <laughs> to tell them it, you know. And I know yeah, that's good. I know for a fact that they will. I mean, Pat McKenna personally will probably read that comment from the JD Power survey. <laughs> Make sure you put XOXO Todd <laughs> Pearson <laughs> on your review. Every yeah, and end of every comment, just be like Todd Pearson. White Roof Radio was the best. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put a roof radio decal in the envelope when you mail it back. Uh, it's all digital now. It's all online. So, but, oh. but anyway, all right. Yeah. So I, I I'll online. at least get to to voice my opinion from there. From from a JC. I mean, I've had two JCW hardtops, a sixteen and a nineteen now. And granted, we're buying another one. I am also getting because I really want to. I don't want to let go of the manual transmission. So my wife is getting a JCW hardtop. So we'll still have that, but she doesn't care so much about about the power. But after driving my car, she's like, I really like this. I think we're going to get a JCW. That was it. She was sold. Nice. So nice. anyway. Yeah. The, you know, my big thing to talk about this motor tonight actually was because I've spent a thousand miles in the F car so far, right? And one thing I'm noticing, and I've been driving British cars. I'm old. I've driven a lot of old British cars. I mean, I drove a, I had an old Austin Healey. I had a 2003 cast iron block Mini Cooper. I had a 2007 aluminum block Mini Cooper. And I've had an S with aluminum block, and now I've got the F car, right? And this car is almost like, to me, it's like what the guys must have first felt when they drove the first Honda with a VTEC, right? They're putting the car in fifth gear and starting off from a dead stop with this motor, and they're going, how is this possible? <laughs> Yeah. Right. Uh, although you shouldn't, that we don't is, recommend doing that. But yes, obviously not, and that's not something I've actually done. Right. Well, I have, but I'm not saying that I have. <laughs> but the 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 way the power is delivered in this car, the way it drives, and the way the software manages this motor, even just in the plain S, is truly astounding to me. It's a it's a really good car. It's a I can drive this car in six gear on the freeway at sixty miles an hour, and if I need to pass somebody, I just step on the gas. I don't have to downshift anymore. I just step right. on the gas and it goes. Right. Done. I can put it in green mode, and I am the 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 total just neighborhood cruiser. It's not going anywhere anytime. It's not going to go anywhere fast, but it's just like it drives like every other car on the road. It's not twitchy. It's not super right. gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. You right. know what I'm saying? It's just right. like I'm just going to drive, and it's perfect. I don't want to think about driving. I don't want the car to get away from me. I don't want to be all twitchy. I just want to go to the grocery store and the Walgreens. Well, right. not to and mention, I knock it over to green mode. It's perfect. Not to mention, it is an extremely reliable engine in this car. So um, nice, very reliable engine, and mm-hmm. you know that's that's for me having had you know at least, yeah, we've only had two of those because the our other F fifty six was a was a Cooper. We had the three cylinder, but I can say that DB, I've owned uh, every iteration of the mini engine save one. I did not own an R fifty Cooper. So I I didn't have that that version of the mini engine, but I have I've had everything since then. An R fifty three Cooper S had an R fifty six Cooper and an R fifty six Cooper S. Um, yeah. Then now the F fifty six had a Cooper and a JCW. So I, I've driven them all. I've owned them all, save one. And I will say this is the best built mini so, ever. It just it really is. It's just so. I mean. Just not having to always shift, right? Now, it's fantastic. Granted, you are fifty guys, 
and I love you. You guys know my heart is always going to beat with the R50 guys, always. And I will at one point have an R50 back in my driveway at some point. I swear to God, I will. But it's a lot of work to drive that car, right? I mean, it's you don't just get in and say, I'm just going to run to the market. It, it's it, like, is, oh, it is a full sweet. body experience at times. Yeah. It's a, and, and you are 53 guys. Are, you are 53 no. guys are like pushing me because there's not enough power. It's like, no. Just no, but that's stop. where that's what goes back to what what Gabe started with is his first complaint yeah. about it is the R50 was so much fun because you could wrap that thing up and it had good yeah. good throttle response yeah, you, and you really needed yeah, to wrap it up and you could you had to it did and it was it was lively because it would rev like it would rev quickly absolutely yeah. um as seventy five miles an hour in third gear it's just like <clears> yeah do that I, here's I, the problem like guys like I have I mean you know I've driven a lot of awesome cars over the years I mean mm. I, I had a I had a uh, 600 and what is it 17 horsepower uh, M5 not too long ago, and the 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 way and that's a huge twin turbo V8. Good grief! The 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 speed of which that revs to what's the red line on that thing? Eight thousand. Oh. Yeah. yeah. What like an F1 car is insane. It's insane. Yeah. Like it revs like this. Like an F1. My car. Porsche, its red line is I think nine over nine thousand. Revs Ooh. like this. Like a motorcycle. Uh, the mini engine <laughs> feels like a truck in comparison. Yeah, yeah, sure. Now, again, that's my one complaint. It's a it's a heavy flywheel, you know, and and, yeah. and they've done that probably because they're like, well, these aren't going to be grade A materials inside. They're going to be grade B minus, but that's because we want to design it to a price point. Doesn't mean it's bad, you know. It it's still got plenty of performance. They're like, well, you're going to get plenty of performance anyway, so you don't need it. And so that was the that was sort of the <clears throat> downside they made. I mean, or I'm sorry, yeah, the, but, but you know, Gabe, the choices think, they made. I think to your point is they did that because the <clears throat> B48 motor and probably even a little bit the B38 motor, they they've BMW without knowing it have built the next Chevy 350 V8, right? This is going to be the engine that's going to be around forever. This will be the engine you're going to put in that car, and it's just going to go. And you're going to put 200,000 miles on it. You're not going to think twice. You might go to a turbo, maybe. But it's just going to go. And it's just going to always go out. You're going to start it. And it's always going to go and go and go and go and go. Well, it, it is interesting because my only complaint, speaking of this engine, and mm. I still have this complaint, but I've gotten used to it because I've driven the car six years, is the gears are so stinking short between yeah, that's first, a second, and third. Though, that's not the motor. Yeah, but it, it's the, the red line, too, is yeah. is so low that, like you said, DB, in, in the R50 and the R53, you could be doing 65 miles an hour in second gear and not even close sure. to red line in the car. This yeah. car, you can't get much past 35 or 40 in second gear before you're you're ticking that, nee, 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 you know, it's time to shift. And that was the first thing that caught me off guard when my uh, with my 2016 JCW when I first got it. It was like mm. I was redlining because I was used to driving the GP, the the GP1, the R53, and uh, totally different experience, wildly mm. different experience going from that car to the the latest generation JCW F56 motor called the B48. So right. that is still my complaint. I've gotten used to it. And what I mean by short gears is you have to shift fairly quickly. You don't spend very much time in a gear until you get to, say, fourth gear. But um, the the gears in the earlier minis were much longer. You could stay in them a longer time. Hey, Gabe, you still with us? Thank you, and I'm but I'm just going to ask him see if yeah, he answers. Yeah, yes, I am. Gabe, just to kind of change gears, uh, change gears, that's funny. Uh, the B38 motor, 
is that ever going to be something more than a little 135 horsepower three-cylinder engine that they and, use for stuff? And it, well, I mean, it was actually the, it's there's an incredible I-8. version it's in the I-8 that makes 220 some horsepower. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there is. And it's it's in it's in the I8, and it's probably oh. the best small engine that BMW's made <laughs> since the M3, the E30 M3. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. They'll never put it. And so again, you think about what I was just talking about. Um, they developed that engine to a certain spec. I mean, it was in a $150,000 car, so the materials in it are higher quality. It rubs quickly. It's amazing. I would kill, kill to have a version of that engine in a Cooper manual. That (laughs) right. Let's find, a, my, let's find a wrecked you, R8. Let's find a total find a I8. A wrecked R8. I8. Let's just do a yeah. motor config, take yeah. the motor out of the I8 exactly. and drop it into a Cooper. You so, know what it fits. Yeah, so Todd's Todd's dream is like a 306 horsepower, you know, JCW with no, <laughs> you know, not a DP. Mine is that 220 horsepower, three cylinder manual Cooper. That would be fun. That would be fun. That would be awesome. And the three cylinder sounds amazing. That I8, there's just a, it's almost like an inline six. It's like a gruff version of an inline six. Yeah. Hmm. I believe, and this is probably unpopular, I believe that the Cooper sounds better than the Cooper S or the JCW, hands down. It's got a you've, bigger and you grunt. Know, Gabe, you've always said that. You've always said that. You've been, it, you've, you've, you've uh, held on to that for a long time. It doesn't sound, I mean, you, you just can't hear it very well because, you know, it's, there's no speakers, number one, inside the car. But secondly, you know, the way they have the exhaust tuned. I mean, but yeah, nobody's yeah. making an exhaust. Well, Chad, you probably know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think anybody's making an exhaust for the Cooper. You can't really do much with it. No. And right. I ha- we had a 2014 Cooper, a manual. And um, Gabe, you're right. It sounded really good when you were revving it up. But man, it went nowhere fast. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. it was it was fantastic in first gear. Really peppy. Lots of torque. But it lost its nuts about, I don't know, 25, 30 miles an hour. As soon as you hit that, it's like, okay, I've hit the pancake. It's at the top of the, the torque curve now. This is as fast as you're going to go. <laughs> You've made mm-hmm. it. So the DCT, it's interesting because the DCT makes it, and it's fine. I mean, honestly, it's 130-some horsepower. It's Right. I mean, it, we drove it's that. It's all round. Oh, didn't we drive that in a Countryman, and it was pretty good in Vegas? It's as, it it's wasn't as bad, yeah. fast. Yeah. I mean, guys, this is going to sound crazy, and people are going to yell at me, but it is as fast as a the original 2002 pre-LCI R53 Cooper S. Yeah, you're probably oh, yeah. right. Body, well, it, look, it, no, look you're it 100% correct because right. um, power to weight is the same. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it, is, it, is, it is quick. The problem is many – so back in the day, DBR R50s, yeah. it was the same car as the R53. Like the suspension settings it, were tuning. It was, a, was, was 100%, was it was 100% same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was an amazing car, right? Well, so yeah. this time they're like, well, okay, we're going to make the Mini Cooper a more sort of everyday model for the for the for the people who don't really care about driving, who just want a Mini. It's a more comfortable drive. It isolates. Blah 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 Lame. blah blah. Lame. And so now you get in these cars, and it's like Lame. Lame. they feel okay, but they're not as like thrilling as the. I know where you're Cooper. going with this, and I'm 100 percent on board. Keep going, but I know where you're going. And I'm 100 so on board. It, it has always driven me nuts. That they don't have an option. They did initially. They had you could get the sport suspension on the Cooper, although it wasn't as aggressive. It drives me nuts that they never came out with some sort of really interesting performance version of it. Yeah. Um, you can imagine. Back to your point, Todd. They have all the parts. They could just bolt on everything from a Cooper S, and make that car way way better. Sure. Um, you know, like oh. they don't have to do much else can, to it. Can you imagine an F fifty six Cooper? That was built to 
the Cooper S spec, just they just did the motor swap. Or the JCW the spec. Pencil. I mean, honestly, the the brakes would it would be really beneficial to have better. I mean, you don't need them, but Can like you imagine? once you get used to like six piston calipers, like they're kind of nice. Well, I love as, that car as much I would, as I would drive that car. As much as a love fest as we're having for the for the Cooper engine, the the B thirty eight version of this. 2014 plus mini Cooper. I'm a Cooper guy. It's the thing is, is the people in the U S are not, and the Coopers are just (laughs) not selling as much. And, and mini doesn't, I don't think they break out their numbers. Cooper versus Cooper S they lump them together in a hard top. There's Cooper and Cooper S, but mini USA knows the numbers. And I think that's why they completely dropped like what you can't get a Cooper version of. Can you still get a, a, a countryman and a clubman in a Cooper? I don't even know. Uh, I don't think I don't you can. I, think, have to look at I don't think you can. I don't think you can. The clubman you can, but the countryman I think you can. Yeah, probably can. But I so I, the, the cars that I see go through here are just you know why Cooper though. S. That's it. It's, Cooper S. It's it it's it's very easy to borrow money in the United States. Yeah, it's cheap yeah. money right now. Interest rates are very low, and as much as gas, I think gas prices are more expensive now. Um, except for that one time DB when I noticed it was five dollars. I don't look. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's, it's only you. You're paying five dollars um, somewhere, Gabe, and California's got a couple spots that are paying five dollars. But you're, I'm with you on that. Gas also still too cheap. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, it's too cheap. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, why would you get a Cooper? Yeah, there's no when, incentive to uh, buy that. I, my bank can will loan me a little bit more, and I can I can afford an extra forty eight dollars a month, or I don't know. I'm making this up. Not everybody. Not can, even that much. A lot of people. Not even that much. A lot of yeah. people and the deals they have on these things. It it really you really have to want a Cooper or you want to get an Oxford. Like honestly, like you're like right. yeah, I yeah, know yeah. all I want is a twenty thousand dollar Oxford. That's right. all I yep. need. I don't need anything else. That's what I want. So right. I, yeah, I think it I think it's true. I mean, I, I don't I don't doubt it. Yeah. And it's a bummer because to me it's such an interesting car with a three cylinder. It always yeah. seemed like the all the ingredients were there to make it just a fantastic like enthusiast car well it really um, is the car for people just like, the R, just like the r50 it, it really is the car for people who would rather have that than uh like a, a chevy spark or whatever whatever they're they don't even sell any other small mm-hmm. cars anymore Mini's about the only mm-hmm. thing left in the small car market um yeah i almost bought a chevy spark but, but it's a rental car on the inside it's just right, like ick right 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 and it's only got 100 horsepower just like mm, and i think no. at the price point that we're talking about for minis like gabe said unless you're you're getting an oxford edition which is the low 20s yeah. um you know most people are going to say hey for an extra three four thousand dollars i'm going to get the cooper s because it's it's there's a lot more fun there to be had and not a lot more money gabe i know there's an oxford in your garage do you love that car or what is it one of your favorite cars that you get access to um, you know, it's got personality. I think it's hard because it's a DCT. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. truthfully, like it's it's for hard sure. to to like connect with it in the same way. It feels okay if I'm being honest because of the DCT. It feels like a really stylish, smart, um, little commuter car. You know, but it doesn't feel <laughs> it's an appliance. Like it's fun. Yeah. Like you, yeah. I don't want to say appliance because it's got it's got some soul to it. Like yeah. you can throw yeah, it around, yeah. and even though it's like things have been designed to isolate on those cars, you know, like isolate the driver, meaning, right? You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I don't have, you know, I don't have to feel the road. I don't have to have that nasty thing called feedback in my hands. Right. I don't. Have, you know what I mean? Like so, it's it's just a different type of experience. Um, yeah, but okay. if you see past that, you throw it in a manual. 
it'll do all the things like it really yeah, will. Yeah, yeah. And okay. so I don't know, like, to be honest with you, um, it's it's fun because it's a mini, but there's not a lot more there beyond that. Right. That's a really right. bad right. answer, actually. No, it's that's fun. totally it's, fine. It's still <laughs> fun because it's hard not to be. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just it's hard. It's a it, it's it, a small it's, car. It's hard because because deep down, even though you're not, you still are. You're com- trying to compare the Oxford edition to the your R50. With well, the, and, you're right, and you can't and you can't do thing. that. It, it, no, you're totally right. Here's the thing, though: if it was a manual, and I've driven those manuals, it yeah. it immediately becomes a different car. Yeah, and I not to be a manual snob, but it's true. Like it, it I don't you, know. You I were had, involved I, in I, making it fast. I had a manual, and and it's it's well documented on the show going back to 2014, 2015. Our manual Cooper version of it was the least um, engaging <laughs> mini I've ever owned. I, I hated it. My wife hated I, it. We both so we couldn't wait to get rid of that I, car. I love those. I couldn't so wait. I've, to get I've, I've had I've driven the F fifty six Cooper with a manual a couple of times, and it was eh, kind of a snooze fest. Yep, yep. I, I mean, it was, it was all right. I think they're great. I think you're. I think all you're right. crazy. I think we're probably the, crazy. The nice thing. Well, and I mean, it's documented. I am, but uh, I think I think the nice thing about having a slow car with a manual is like you have to work. Like it's part of the process. Yeah. Versus, um, like a manual in my, you know, in a in a three hundred six horsepower Countryman. Like, sure, it would be awesome, but I don't need it. Like that car has got so much torque and so much power that it's it's just sort of you know it's not like i'm rubbing the engine up to hear it rev like that engine doesn't you know what i mean like that experience i hate to say it is truthfully better suited for an automatic yeah um you know if we're really being honest i think the whereas that cooper is really better suited for a manual because of the character of that car now are there other things that could have brought that car to life and made it more interesting? A thousand percent, you know, like the suspension tuning yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the ratio, yeah, yeah. the rack Make, ratio, making it more, making it more like an S right. That kind of thing. Right. Sure. If the steering was quicker. Yeah. I think that would immediately make people like love that car more. Yeah. Okay. Make it more enthusiast based sort of kind of thing. And if you're a fan yeah, of Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I, I I don't know. Yeah. If you're a fan of the F56 Cooper and you have one and you love it, send me your letters. I will probably not apologize cuz my <laughs> my opinion is mine, but and you can have your opinion too. It's totally fine. If you love the car, great, but you're probably wrong. <laughs> it's go, yeah, go and, drive a Cooper you know, S or a JCW and you'll realize, "Oh, what am I missing? Oh my but, gosh." But you and I'm happy. I think the other thing though, R50 is life. So, I mean, just whatever. The other yeah. thing that you got to remember though for for an Oxford for 20k out the door. It's a good value. Like that is incredible. And and especially yeah. in a manual form. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I think, I think it's a great car and I think that it's, is it, is it as like immediately like grin inducing as a Cooper? No, of course not. But it's got a different type of personality and it's a slow burn in a lot of ways. Um, but for 20 K man, I don't, I love it. And I'll say this, like if for 20 K imagine that car 10 years from now in the hands of like a 17 year old, I mean, that's awesome. Like that car's going to be 8K, and yeah. it's a pretty substantial car for that kind of cost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope. Nice. And there it is. Yep. Okay, finish this off. Nicely done, sir. Thank you. All right. 
Um, check back next week. We're gonna we're gonna kick Gabe loose. He's got to wake up early. He's got work in the morning or something. I don't know. Job. job? Uh, I've got no. I've something. got like hours of work to do right now. So. Oh, he's got hours of work to do. Um, he was nice enough to join. He probably drank two beers or something while he did, which is really cool. Um, Mr. Bridger, of course, runs MotoringFile.com. Those of you who keep sharing links to f- stories about Mini Cooper stuff that's not on MotoringFile.com, you really make me twinge and cringe <laughs> and twitch. And Gabe throws things every time you do that. Well, can I just so, get a PSA real quick? Like, yeah. you know, those of us in the Mini community, we're in the Mini community. You know, we're, we're, in the mini community. We're, we're working to make the community better. And yes. I, you know, like I think it's like it's a, it's a it's a nice sort of circle circle of life, if you will. And so. Treat and including including vendors, you know, treat the mini community as as your community. So if you want to buy something, buy it from a, a, a small, you know, individually owned shop like I don't know, outmotoring dot com, et cetera, or Craven Speed. Uh, if or, you want to read some about yeah. minis, go to Motoring File, which is a you right. know owned and run so, by somebody in the mini community. Don't you know what I mean? Like that. It's just like the little things. Don't go to Facebook. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> don't don't uh, don't get Gabe or I started. We almost got started on Twitter tonight. It's really bad. I know. Just well, you and I could have just gone and gone and gone. Just like gone and gone and gone, dude. So bad. Um, I want you to click over to modernfile.com. Thanks, Gabe, for joining us, of course, as always. Oh, um, there's a brand new story you posted about the mini urban ot and urban not. Some mini band self-driving car thing. I haven't read about it, but go check it out. It looks kind of cool. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun. It's actually something that might actually get produced. So go read up on it because we're probably going to talk about that in the next show. Right? Right. Yes. Okay, cool. What? Yes. What Do else? It. Okay, awesome. So I asked you guys a couple weeks ago, in fact, during last show, to fill out the survey. Super duper awesome. A whole bunch of you fill out the survey. I really appreciate that. I want you to keep doing it, though. I want a few more results if you can. If you haven't yet, I'm going to put a little reminder in this week's show notes again to go and click through and fill out the survey. The That stuff's really helpful. We reviewed it. We spent an hour reviewing your answers so far this week um, before the show. And it's tremendously helpful. You have no idea how helpful this is. And it's super simple. Just click the link. I'm going to put it in the show notes again. Just click over. And it takes like five minutes. Really. It's five minutes. No big deal. It's very cool. And because of the survey, in this week's show notes as well, the show description, you're going to find a link to download the full version of the White Roof Radio theme song. Whoever asked for that, you're welcome. It's on the server, DB. You can find it. Yeah, it's already there. So. (laughs) But there'll be a link to it. So all you got to do is tap it, and it's like, oh, there's the White Roof Radio theme song. So I can put it there and put it on my phone as an alarm because that's what you do, which is awesome. But that's the kind of stuff that we don't know about, so we'll make it available for you guys. Um, anyway, keep filling that out. We've got almost enough to make it a valid sample, which is what we're really shooting for. So if just a couple more of you could really click over, follow that link in the show notes, and fill out the survey, we would really, really appreciate it. And you know, download the you know, download the theme if you want, weirdos. <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> weird. I, I put that together myself 15 years ago. Todd uh, built that in GarageBand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In GarageBand. Exactly. Super awesome. And and I because I checked, the Clubman no longer available in Cooper form. There you Sad. go. I was right. Sad times. You cannot get a brand new Mini Cooper Clubman as a Cooper. Cooper S, Cooper S Clubman, all four, or JCW. Hmm. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, I had other stuff, but I really don't. MotoringStripes.com? Yeah, That'd it's be still cool. there. 
Is it? Yeah, yeah, it's still yeah, there. Motoring, stripes.com. Speaking of small vendors that we like, and we like, we, we love Todd, right? You guys are going to, you guys already go to Todd. We're preaching the choir, but just in case you've forgotten, motoring badges, motoringstripes.com. Click over there, get all the things, right? Get the replacement mini logo for your, uh, for the front and the back of your car, Todd just prints one up for you and they charge like six bucks and you put on your car and it's like, oh, look, my mini emblem's brand new and shiny and cool, right? We're coming into event season. We got mini takes the states 2022 coming up for those of you who are going. I know Facebook is blown up about it. You're going to want to make sure your mini's got all the cool stuff. Todd's going to make the graphics. Just go ahead and get over to motoringbadges.com now and get used to looking through all this stuff. Just right? bookmark it. Done just bookmark it. Just, just bookmark it. Done and done. And order the mini logo to replace the ones on your faded out ones on your car. Piece cake. And bumper protection strips. Get those. Duh. And the white roof radio center of delete kit. Just get it all. Just do it at once. Boom. Motoringstripes.com. And, of course, go over to Detroit Tuned. Go buy yourself something nice. You're going to MTTS 2020. you got other stuff coming up. we got winter coming up. You guys got to worry about winter stuff. Detroit Tuned's going to hook you up, especially if you need a tire. Like a, you need a spare? Chad, you're still selling small spare tires, right? We are. The, the Space Saver spare? Yep. Lots See, of them. Are you still selling the, the bag made by Mom? Oh, yeah. Mom, Mom makes <laughs> all the bags still. Dude. I need this for my car, and like in the worst way, is if you need a space saver spare, just go to Detroit Tune. Just don't go anywhere else. Go to Detroit Tune. You can get it from Aaron Out Motoring too, but go to Detroit Tune because you can get a custom-made bag for yours as well, made with love from mom, Chad's mom. Yep. It's rad. You have to have that. Plus everything else, DetroitTune.com. Go check it out, please. Thank you. Um. Also, in the feedback from the survey, one comments out to me in particular i wanted to bring up tonight and that was the one where somebody thought it'd be cool if we answered more listener emails and i laughed <laughs> and so did todd and gabe did a little and then chad did a little bit too you know why yes we need emails so again i'm gonna go ahead and remind you guys you can send us email anytime in fact if you want to do an ask chad question that would be so Stinking cool right now. An Ask Chad question would be awesome, especially on F cars or on R. You've got R56. You've got R53. You've got R50, R5859. You've got a Mini Cooper in your driveway. You have question mount. Shoot it over to us. Ask Chad at whiteyourfreighter.com or send it to feedback at whiteyourfreighter.com. They both go in the same spot. Um, and Chad gets them both. So just send us an email, feedback whiteyourfreighter.com or ask Chad at whiteyourfreighter.com. And we'll, you know, answer your emails. Simple. You want to send a question just about anything? You want to tell everybody that you think Gabe's cool? And we know that you're lying, but you still want to say it anyway? Sure. Feedback, whiteyourfreighter.com. Actually, if you want to say Gabe's cool, just ping us on Twitter. That'd be better. Hmm. <laughs> That's great. I'm sorry. Yeah, if anybody I wants pick... to complain about, uh, you know, social media, I'm DB and I are right there on Twitter. <laughs> we are right here. Bring it. Let's go. I shouldn't say blanket statement, but you know, we're ready. Um, Come on. Or if anybody has any tips or tricks on where a power drain could be in a 1970s 2002 BMW, (laughs) let me know. Just straight on. Because batteries are expensive to keep buying those. (laughs) Well, I just unplug it and I just, I just, you know, there you go. Send that over to (laughs) iDrive old cars at bridger.us. Uh, Don't really. That's a that's a not a good email. It doesn't exist. I just made that up. <laughs> I, I I I I kid. But Gabe drives an old car. It's amazing. You know what I was thinking about today too about the whole 
uh, motor thing. And the thought of Nathaniel and his uh, dad's MGB came to came to mind because I've driven a car with that motor, and it's just and it's just like the difference between like that car. And that's what I was trying to come up with tonight for talking about this motor is the difference between the old MGB motors versus what we get to drive now, right? So it's a huge difference. But you don't get that old British car smell or the smell of oil or having to deal with tuning carburetors. It It's funny. Like my car, my old – I have a 70s, 2002 um, BMW. And it has it has the scent of an old car. It's like this mixture of like oil and maybe oh, gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Nothing's dripping. There's no – like it's not, – nothing's dripping. It just exists. The, the smell just sort of oozes mm-hmm. from it. Yes. Um I don't know where it's coming from. It's yeah. been like that forever. It's, I, it, it. I bet you it's really similar to old British car. And anybody who's got an old, you know, pre-75 Mini in their driveway or uh, has driven one or an MG or maybe an old Fiat or anything along those lines, anything old and European or British, maybe even an old Beetle. Some old Beetles had that smell too. It's just mm-hmm. that – it's that old car smell, but it didn't exist in like the American cars, like my old community. This is a smell. This is a long conversation, but I'll just I will say this: having driven my old car quite a bit recently, yeah, um, we forget very quickly how insanely sophisticated, incredible modern cars are compared um, to what they were. Tw- even, yep. even even twenty even fifteen even twenty years, years ago. I know. Like, I had a 95 truck. I mean, crazy. That's definitely a very it's, much longer conversation. It's a longer conversation, but like, man, these cars have gotten so good. Yeah. It's really amazing. It's very cool. It's nice being a car guy sometimes. sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Being girl. Yeah. Or girl. Exactly. Anyway, I think we're done. Does anybody have anything else you want to add? Nope. Good. Nope. Sweet. I'm good. All right. Excellent. Thanks, everybody, for joining us again. As always, we do appreciate you guys listening. It's the greatest thing ever. Um, now that White Freedia is back in full swing, it's super awesome. Don't forget the survey. I'm going to mention it one more time, and I'll probably mention it once more. Just do it, and then you can fast-forward past this part because <laughs> then you just don't care. It's like, oh, no, he's bugging us about the stuff that we don't care about, so I don't care. Um, otherwise, we're done. So this is a part of the show where I like to make that funny clicking sound. Then I say questions comments or concerns go ahead and click back over to whiteroofradio.com there you can leave us in, in the show notes you can also email us please email us feedback whiteroofradio.com uh, but until next week King, this is tv i'm done cheers see you cheers